Okay, should we do the intro? Yeah. I'm Ada. I'm Nia. Well, and this is... Allison! <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. You're you just excited. Are you kidding? <laughs> okay, okay. Take, okay. Two, take yeah. two. Take two. I'm Ada. I'm Nia. And, and this, this is... Welcome to my world. Am- Nailed it. Amazing. Hey, everybody. Hey, y'all. Hi. You got uh, your girl Ada on the mic. You got Nini. Check one, check two. Oh my god, <laughs> Nini Leaks is here? That, yes. You know, I was gonna do a voice, but, but it, was, it, was not, it would just be bad. Yeah, not the move. Yeah. Nini Leaks, sorry to disappoint, is not our celeb guest. No. Our celeb guest is... Me! Allison. Our friend of many, many years. What a gem. What a champ. And if you are a regular listener of this podcast, you know her because we have mentioned her many times. Yes. Indeed. And here she is, in the flesh. Or the voice. As, As it, it were. were. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Allison, do you want to say what we're listening to today? Or yes. uh, what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, tell us about your history with uh, this thing. This okay. content. So, we're watching a TV show today. I'm a big TV person. And today we are watching Charmed, which was originally like a late 90s, mostly 2000 show on the WB. And recently was rebooted on the CW. And it's, like, almost done with its first season, but the real My World part for this is I used to watch Charmed every day <laughs> after school with my sister. Oh, my God. And Charmed. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. What a this beautiful memory. This is why this memory. is Welcome to My World, because you guys didn't know these things. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Damn. So Charmed was a show that TNT would play for two hours every day. Yes. And, uh... <laughs> If you ever watched TNT back in the day, they had a very regular programming schedule. It would be like... Listen, my TV has been on TNT at 6 a.m. before, and uh, yes. Charmed was playing. Yes, yes. Charmed. They met coming at 6 a.m. to like 8.30 block. Yes. Yep. Charmed. Huge. Charmed would play two episodes every morning at 6 a.m., directly following two episodes of Angel. Anyway, yeah. so I used to watch the show. I really loved it then, and then, as I think often happens for people, Netflix picked up Charmed, like, mm-hmm. yeah. a year or two years ago. Then I kind of started rewatching it and didn't get that into it, and then my friend, Onima, got very into it. Shout Onima! Shout out to Onima. Hey, Onims! When I was uh, thinking about coming on the podcast, I was like, what have I, what was, like, a big part of my life that, like, they would bu- not know yes. at all? That was a challenge, because yeah. most of the things that I shouted out as options, they had watched, and other options were too embarrassing. So I would like to hear some of those other options that <laughs> Yeah, were what are the what are the options that cause... did not yeah, that did not make the cut. Yeah. The other one that didn't make the cut was this show called Mobile G Gundam, which was a manga <laughs> anime that I used to watch as a kid. I thought we would have loved it. I thought that. we would have yeah. been so into it. Anyway, so yeah, that's charmed. That's kinda what's up. That's what's up. But I will say it is truly the epitome of early 2000s fashion. And if you're like, what is the WB about? It's this show. It's this show. Yeah. I feel like in textbooks in the future, when they're like, huh, the WB, what was that? You could just put a picture of Charmed and. yeah. Oh, definitely. That's it. Um, Nia, do you want to give, I mean, ours is going to be shorter, but do you want to give your context? Yes. Like I said, my TV has been on TNT at 6am before, so I've seen bits and pieces, and my mother, Robin, former guest, 
former uh, guest and former mother because of her betrayal. Oh, there was a betrayal today. We don't oh, need to talk no, about it. No, we talked about the betrayal. <laughs> okay, uh, I think we all know how much I love comedy. I think that's yes, confirmed. Noted. What? Never heard of her. Um, and I don't know her. today, my mom was getting ready to go to a show, and I said, "Oh, mother, where are you going?" She's like, "Uh, I don't really know. Something that came into my theater club." Uh, the big one, the the something one. I was like, uh, Mike Birbiglia's the new one, his off-Broadway show. And she was like, yeah, that. You can just, like, hear the anger. It was really as if <laughs> I was stabbed, not so much in the back as much as in the face. <laughs> right in the eyeball. Yeah, because she was literally like, I've never heard of this person. And I was like, I could kill you where you stand. <laughs> Um, to, be, to be fair to Robin, she did not know the weapon she was wielding. No, she did not, but it really insults to injury sting any less. when she was like, yeah, the tickets were like five bucks, mm. and I could have easily gotten a second one. Oh, crumb. But I didn't even bother to ask you if you wanted to go. Oh. So... I mean, it was a girl almost like, Robin, who do you think you're talking to? Like, why, why was that the... Like, I... Oh, my gosh. After she found out that it was something you cared about... She should have offered none of those other bits of information. Well, here's what also almost happened, is I almost left her here to talk about Charm with y'all while I went to the show. But I thought <laughs> that that would be pretty uncouth. Yeah, <laughs> especially because she's not watched. No, so she... She was a fan. Oh, she's been a fan. She's seen every single episode. Oh, so she could jump in. Yeah. She My mom, hang. much like myself, when she becomes obsessed with a thing, she has to really, like, get into it. So she's seen every episode in order... I mean, without rewatching it, she definitely would have no idea about the episodes we're about to talk about. Well, that's what I was... No, no, no. She will know. These are some key... Well, okay, I... we'll, 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 yeah. we'll talk about that. My context, I've never watched this shit, don't know it, <laughs> but it has been on my Netflix list for a while, and that's, that's really that. Is it still on that list? Yes. Oh. Oh! Converted! Dang. Oh my god, I knew Nia was not going to be about it, and I knew that she was... Very biased against the show because of the whole context she just told you and what the subtext was that she didn't share was that her mom forced her to watch a couple of episodes when yes. she was growing up and if you are being forced to watch a show and you don't really want to watch it, it is not the way that you're going to feel any love yes. for the show. So there were episodes, and we'll get more into this later, but when I was choosing what episodes to show them... There were some episodes where I was like, I could pick this pairing and think I could make Nia actually really like Charmed, mm. but then the episodes I ended up choosing were episodes where I was like, but I think these are more Charmed classics. classics. I think that's a good move. I've said this before, I love it when we have episodes that Nia and I disagree because yeah. I think we agree too much. It's just good drama, you know? It, oh. We want to bring the drama. And who doesn't love a little drama? Ada, do you want to explain to our good pal here how we're going to proceed today? Yeah, and maybe this will be interesting for the audience, too, because we're doing a slightly different structure than we've done in the past. You know, let's mix it up, baby. We watched three episodes for today's episode. Yeah. <laughs> and Eloquently put. Thank you so much. We thought that if we did our usual chronological notes style, going through the plot of each one... It would just be a fucking beast. Like, nobody fucking cares. Yeah. <laughs> it's a okay. lot of content. Uh, it's a lot of content. <laughs> Perhaps, never thought I'd say it, too much content? Gasp. So, instead, we are going to separate out our conversation into buckets. I, I'm obsessed with the word buckets. Buckets. I have, whatchamacallit, outlined a couple of buckets that I think will be... Buckets. Good for us. 
I'm into that. 2000s aesthetic. Yeah. Okay. Identity slash politics. Yeah. Including race, gender, society questions, morality, like kind of encompassing all of those bigger... Masculinity versus femininity. Yeah, absolutely. That's big. Mm -hmm. Then... Uh, just production value. <laughs> so any notes about oh, the making let's. of the show, let's. that kind of stuff. Okay, which might have a little crossover with two thousands aesthetic. So we'll just For sure. we'll just play that by ear. Then uh, episode specific notes, and then uh, this is a personal bucket. I don't know Nia if you have this because I yeah you've watched some episodes, mm -hmm. but just. I was so lost. I was beyond. <laughs> so I was like, that's a whole a bucket of, for me. Well, there's just a lot of lingo. <laughs> I was so. You lost. know, there's a there's a lot of. A I lot did of think lingo. about that when I was watching it. I wrote down a couple um, lingo things. Yeah, can we jump into? I think maybe we jump into the conversation with "I was so lost" and just yeah. get out that orbing. out of the way. Yeah, let's talk about orbing. Well, can we also just say why orbing. didn't you include episode one as an episode we had to watch? Because I only had two episodes, and I bet the pilot sucks. No, it doesn't. I watched the it pilot. Doesn't. The pilot's great. The pilot is, is actually yeah, really good. The pilot's really watch good. The pilot. Re, I was lost. Yes. Yeah. This the goes back bucket. to, the first bucket goes back to, again, two, only could choose two episodes. This show has hella seasons. Yes. And eight, right? Yes, I believe so. And the eighth season is trash. Some seasons. I've got some notes about that. <laughs> yeah. Some, some seasons are definitely worse than others. It is one of those shows like others, that had an episode that theoretically should have been its end, but then they just kept going. Money. A you know? Money. I did think about the pilot. I went back and forth a lot on whether or not I should show you guys the pilot. I think the caveat is that obviously, if you spoilers. haven't watched Charmed, we will have many spoilers. Yes. But and this show is literally over 10 years old, so like... That's your own fault at you this know, point. Bruce yeah. Willis was dead at the end of Sixth Sense. Like, I think we... We all know. know. Come on. So I did think about, I wanted to choose an episode that had Prue, who's played by mm -hmm. Shannon, Shannon Doherty, Doherty, and one with Paige, who's played by Rose McGowan. Yeah. Which, which can I just say. Oh boy, that red the, hair. At the beginning of season, <laughs> at the beginning of the season five episode, yeah. I was like, who is this red hair girl? Oh, Wait you a second. didn't know. No, I had no <laughs> okay. idea what the fuck was going on. See, I knew and I was like, that she died. Is that the same girl? No. And then for like, <laughs> for like two minutes, I was like, why did she dye her hair red? And then I have a note that's like, a bad wait, red. that's a different actress, right? And then I figured it out. Then they start talking about and then Prue's dead and blah, blah, blah. I think my question is, you can't tell the difference between Shannon Doherty and Rose McGowan? I, that's why I was so confused. <laughs> brown I knew they were different. But yeah, they're like... They're Pretty different. similar looking yeah. white girls. I don't know. And the hair was a very arresting shade of orange, as you've alluded to. Yes. And so that was really, I was like, can I just not? Arresting is correct. So anyway, I, I was, I was confused. <laughs> that yeah. was, a, that was some of the, the thought process was maybe I should show them. I originally thought about doing one of the episode pairs that I right. had chosen was an episode, the first pilot. Mm -hmm. And then the episode where they become charmed again. Right. And where Paige is Where the power of three is restored. Yes. Mm -hmm. where of they course, restore of power course. Of three. I thought about those two, but then I was like, you know, I like the pilot, but I don't think the pilot is the show. Mm -hmm. Right. The show, as mm -hmm. most pilots change. It like they, wants it you to watch the show. So yeah. it's, yes. you know. There are certainly certain stylistic things about the pilot that are very true for the whole first season. Right. And some of that vibe is in the episode, the first episode that I chose, which mm -hmm. was from season two. There I, mean, were, I knew going in that there were certain things that would just be 
unclear to both of you. I mean, a lot of it to me, and Ada, tell me if you felt this way. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, this to me felt like Buffy light. Oh my god! Yes, absolutely. Yes, fucking I was yes. watching this and I was like, if I was Joss Wheaton, who, fuck you, I would be like, uh. Pardon? Like, it felt you know a what? lot. Like, I had mega Buffy flashes. And it felt like college Buffy is yeah, what it felt like to absolutely. me. absolutely. Season, like, four through mm-hmm. trash. Right. <laughs> when when the season five episode opens in the club and there's Yes! The, that I was, was like... What was the club in Buffy called? The Bronze. Yes, the Bronze. I had that underground in my head, but I knew that was wrong. Yeah, that I was like, oh my... I'm, I was... Everything they're Buffy wearing. Guys. I was mm-hmm. just like, all the lingo. Leo... As a concept to me, I was like, oh, so he's just, like, not broogy angel? Like, and even more, and that, so that definitely- Because he is an angel. Leo was yes. like- Leo is an oh. angel. And, and then, he's their guide, whatever the fuck that the means. The guide in the CW one- Right. Was so Giles. Giles. It was, was so I was, I was- My mouth dropped open. Yes, the British, in a suit, yep. stuck up. Kind of, like, uptight and blah, 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 but yeah. he really cares about them. Yes. yes. And has, like, kind of a tougher exterior. Yeah. Yeah. It just made me wish I was watching Buffy, kind of. <laughs> oh. That's tragic. That's a tragic commentary. Yeah. You know what's interesting, Allison? Yes. You chose two- episodes that were both time travel episodes yes oh, i yeah. thought that was interesting i did not actually think about that that much i mean they felt like cla- i understood but then i almost liked that watching them why you picked them because they i would feel like okay if i was talking to charmed fans this would these would be standout episodes mm-hmm. yes okay can we yeah let's get into the lingo here for a sec in innocent is that just any human person who's at who's risk because of a magical thing yes okay so Fine. buffy got it cool <laughs> Listen, Honestly. but to that point, yeah. to that point, I think that they both happened at similar times. Yes. They, were, they crossed so, over. One of them did happen first. One of them happened first. <laughs> mm-hmm. No doubt. Yes. One of them happened first. Some of the aesthetics, I gloss over because yeah. I think that's more a feature of the time than the yeah. shows yeah. reflecting for each sure, other. For sure, for sure. The whole magical vibe. Yeah. 100%. Because they're both magical, but in the same way, I feel like. Magic in the real world. Yes. Like, yeah, I'm just a normal girl. Yeah. Trying to, to I'm like this, yeah. <laughs> trying to balance, demons. you know, demon, regular life yes. situation. Yes. 100%. Which we really get into in the uh, 2018 Charmed. Yes. Which I might possibly watch Old Charmed again. 2018 Charmed is dead to me. I will never look upon its face yes. ever again. I think a, a, another bucket, the last bucket, could potentially be like okay. old versus new. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's yeah. good. We'll add that bucket. What bucket that. are we in? I have forgotten. We're in, uh... I was so lost. What, I was so lost. Oh, yes, that's I was right. so lost. Some of the terminology. Please um, explain orbing to us. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really happy you I was like, drink up. every time they say orbing. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm really happy you brought up orbing because I love orbing. <laughs> like, first of all, orbing is something that white lighters, who are the angels, yes. can do to basically transport themselves anywhere mm-hmm. and others them and others anywhere and how do you explain visually what orbin looks like it's fucking <laughs> awesome it so. does it's one of the better looking mm-hmm. uh, yes. effects they have yes so orbing is so cute so basically <laughs> you puff away into a little cloud of sparkles of blue sparkles yeah, yeah. they're it's cute it's and pretty. your little cloud of blue sparkles will like sometimes move and it's meant to be indicative of like that's you that's you orbing like you're moving mm-hmm. the blue sparkles will move where you're moving and Paige 
who is half white lighter, half witch. That's Rose McGowan. Oh, Rose I was McGowan. wondering why yeah. she could orb. She that she, she said orb. that she did say that. Excuse me for not picking up on it. I was still in the midst of being like, I don't, I don't know any of these people. Other, <coughs> um, other um, things other about things. being lost. Oh, a guide. So oh, yes. you're assigned a guide. Is it always an angel? Yes. Okay. All the white lighters and him and Piper be fucking right. Yes. Okay. Yes. White lighters first, and then on Piper and Leo. Okay. The white lighters are all assigned charges. They are meant to be like guides, whatever the whole thing. Um, and they watchers, are... if you will. The whole thing with the white lighters is that, in part, because they are angels and they're dead, you know, they can't die. And then their job really is to help their charges. They will have charges that are like witches, right. but then they will also have charges that are like basically like innocence, mm-hmm. and those are so you people, can have a guardian angel. Yes, okay. and those are people who potentially will become white lighters as well, and so uh, they can seek out to like help those people too. I oh. see. You know what? I'm really interested in that process. You might get me after all. Another terminology piece that's very related to white lighters, so it's like a segment, is elders. Yes, I was going to ask about the elders. So they mentioned mm. the elders. Yeah. The elders are all, it's like a council. They're not old. They're right. just people. And are they all witches? They're not witches. Oh. They were, they're like powerful beings. It's not totally clear, even after watching the show many times. They, I think they were white lighters at one point and like have just given enough good to the world and the balance that they become elders. So can white lighters can become an elder. From angel status to elder? Yes. The elders okay. can also orb. They have a lot of power as a collective mm-hmm. and individually, but their their greatest power is together. They like the power of three. But the power of three is older and wiser and It'll set us free. That's right. It will set them free. And as you saw from the first episode, one of the points of the elders is to ensure that the balance of good and evil stays balanced and that the universe remains Mm -hmm. stable. So they will sometimes make choices Mm -hmm. that like the charmed ones are like, fuck you, this is bullshit, I don't like this. But then they're like, no, this is for the greater good, like this is needed. They're definitely on the same side, but in opposition to the charmed ones. Mm -hmm. And that segues to Piper Leo because... That's a big point it's of contention. It's not supposed to happen. Not supposed to happen. Right. Big no-no. But then Paige says that her joining the Power of Three needing paved to be necessary. Yeah, paved right. the way because they Leo gets Paige knocked up. No, I mean, Piper. Piper. Sorry, gets Piper knocked up, and that's usually not good. But they can keep it. That relates to there are two main love stories in the entire arc of Charmed. Right. They are Piper and Leo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Phoebe and Cole. This let's talk about let's talk about Cole. He okay. First of all, I was like, he's a big meanie. I was like, oh, Spike, cool. Also, he was such a bad actor. What the hell? Very terrible actor. If I'm going down, you're going down (laughs) with me. I was like, oh my god. That was was just he just that was that was your classic shout acting. Aided by having to say that line. Yes, also true. The writing was just lazy. The writing is in general super campy. Yeah. All Which time. I'm not opposed to, you know. No, me neither. I've but, watched plenty of shows like that. But I know, yeah. I definitely was like, okay, I see you show. Okay, do we have any other... I was lost co- I was lost moments. Do we want to do 2000s aesthetic and production value Let's first? Let's get to that. Yeah, And then right. we'll get into the, like, identity politics. Yeah. Identity yeah. slash politics. I think that's part of it. Yeah. Stuff. Okay, so 2000s aesthetic, we mentioned it, but, like, the, just the outfits. All the, the out- outfits. The outfits when they're in the club? Yes. 
I wrote that down too. When, all the club outfits. When all the club outfits. Rose McGowan comes in in that like yes. white, white like, yes. super crop halter top like, with her one top. I mean, and with her awful orange red hair, I was just like, it was it was a wow. Absolutely, what is happening? Phoebe's little corset top with her like flippy fair yes. faucet hair. I was like, what yes. is happening? The like blue florally one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we all know. The 2000s were not the time for fashion. Even though weirdly 2000s fashion is coming back. Oh yeah. Yes. Check out Charm for some inspo for your Y2K looks. Yeah, seriously. That's right. One of the things that I thought was really funny was that when they go to the future, Mm -hmm. like... Oh my god, in the future is 2009. The future is 2009. Also, what they think is going to be happening in 2009 is also like... I know, like Shannon Doherty's outfit was just late 90s, early 2000s aesthetic. But they had a voice-controlled TV, and it was like... Okay, but the fun... But the TV was still old! <laughs> yes! It yes. still looked like a 90s TV, and it had those, remember, like, the green... The volume, yes, volume, the green bars volume bars that bar. would go up yeah. and down. Like, it yes. was voice-controlled, but still old. the old interface. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, they so had good. no budget, the budget. for that. <laughs> yes. Ooh, the budget. That was so funny. The only other outfit that I want to call out is the purple one from the clairvoyant sister yes i, I love her too. purple outfit oh yeah in the beginning she okay. had like those purple capris. i could see you wearing that. i know i, I was like i fucking outfit. love this yeah. outfit yes. i really was into it i wrote that down because that purple outfit i was looking at her a lot and i was like oh Alyssa milano can't act maybe um, yeah <laughs> like oh yeah no I was like, oh boy. Well, actually, the acting of the sisters didn't she got better. that much. She got better. That season five episode, she was much better yes, than in the agreed. season two episode. The season two episode, it was just, I thought that she was fine for most of it. The only thing I didn't believe from her was the end. When she's like, I could feel the flames on my on my flesh. Yeah. And I was like, you sound like you're talking about the same way she was when she was talking about the dog poop. Yeah. I Which, don't know. It was like, the stakes a, are so different. What a cold open. What a cold open. Uh, the theme song for Charm, the yes. whole theme opening, I was like, oh, we're watching Buffy? <laughs> it, it's it's what? the same! Also, basically the same. It's opening. just the same. Like, it is. It is I was, it's very similar. Like, even the baffled. aesthetic of like the witchy things yeah, intercut with the yeah, people's faces. And the like montage vibe. Yeah. yeah. Except the theme song is like less like hardcore mm-hmm. and more, you know. Wicca in the 90s was, like, so Lilith Fair, like, gay, you know. And so I feel like it's a lot more that than Buffy's, like, Mary Rock, yeah. Yeah. The music at the end of the cold open, right before the the intro, was so dramatic. It was, I was, oh my god, it was like, if you were trying to spoof dramatic music, that's what it would be. I did think that there were some production value things that they they did well. Yeah. Like, it's really hard to keep continuity between burning things in two different shots. It and actually did looked a really not good job the worst. Yeah. And Flames, even now, I'll watch shows and, like, anytime there's a big fire scene, it's, like, still touch and go. So. Yes. Yeah. I thought they did the Flames well. I thought the, at some point, they have to open a magical door. I thought the door looked... It was pretty good. Pretty good. The door. Yeah. Uh, the pilot, when I went back and watched the pilot... It had some interesting, like, just, like, attention to detail production value things that I thought were cool. Yeah. Like, she mentions chamomile tea, and then in the second shot, they have chamomile tea on the back, on the shelf in the background. Just, like, little things like that that I noticed that I appreciated. So, in the first future episode, or whatever, Mm -hmm. first time travel episode in season two, 
we see that Future Proof basically just is Shannon Doherty in real life. Like, that. Oh. Like, it really felt like the writers were trying to burn her. Oh my in gosh. The episode. Oh, Honestly. Like, yeah, and she, and there was like all this, I'm sure if you were reading about the behind the scenes on the well, show. Well, she is notoriously horrible. hard to work with and a terrible person. Really? I that, didn't know that. She left 90210 because... Because of that reason? She was trapped. I mean, like, oh, all shit. the show was obviously just all these actors who are the same age and, like, like a Riverdale situation, yes, basically. Yeah. And they all hated her at the time. Oh, and shit. that was an Aaron Spelling joint. Charmed is also an Aaron Spelling joint, oh. so it makes sense that she was back, but she basically had to go for the same... Re- like, she was difficult. Wow. Yeah. She wanted way too much money. Wow. Yeah. Um, the rumor... That Alyssa Milano refuted slash like refused to confirm mm-hmm. was that she told the showrunners that she would leave yeah. if Shannon Doherty didn't leave. In fact, and here's a here's a fact I'll tease now. Tease well, it, why don't I'll you? I'll just tell you this fact. Okay, okay. We have a lot of them. I believe the season three finale or whatever oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is a cliffhanger because they didn't know whether Phoebe or Prue was going to oh, die. Oh, yeah. shit. They yeah. were in negotiations with both of them. And oh, they were that's like, so funny. In the long run, Shannon Doherty is not a better bet. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I, from what I hear, they have buried the hatchet now. They have buried the hatchet now. Yeah. That's why she doesn't really work anymore. Because people don't like to work with her. Yes, and the cancer thing. Yes. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> um, other Get well, Shannon. 2000s aesthetic comments. Their hair. The hair. Oh my god, often have yes. hair accessories, too. A lot of butterfly. someone had butterfly clips yeah. and another person had a big scrunchie. Um, they kill it on that. Their shoes are so 2000s. It's wild. You can't even approach. Michelle Branch. Okay, the (laughs) Michelle Branch. That was the chick singing at the top of the club scene. And you know what? I was going to say that's a big Buffy thing, but that's a lot of 2000 shows. Also true. One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill would do that. Um, A big fave of mine, Allie McBeal, would do Mm. that a lot. They would often have people sing songs. I've never watched Allie McBeal. Oh, it's on the list. First of all, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff in there now that is not going to be kosher. Yeah. (laughs) But, um... Yeah, as there... As there always is. Yeah. Oh, speaking of something that was not kosher, I think this was in, yeah, this was in the beginning of the season five episode Mm -hmm. when Phoebe is on the birthing ball, which was a hilarious scene, by the way. Phoebe's so funny. Piper. Piper. Sorry. She was on the birthing ball and her, she had that midwife and the, and then they were talking about the like gypsy remedy. Yes. That was, I think that was the most standout, like. But she was also literally a gypsy, thing. so I'm like, oh, okay, so the is context, that... the context. What? The midwife was a gypsy? Yes. Yeah, she's yes. literally a gypsy. So what? the context, so they <laughs> do, How did you miss they this? do an episode <sighs> about gypsies okay. where there's like a gypsy <laughs> community uh, and they have like all this old Romani magic right. and there's a demon that's going after one of them and then the charmed people come in and like help their, help them. Right. I don't know, man. Because literal gypsies, I mean, they go by Romani traveler, whatever, but they will yes. also refer to each other as gypsies. So I'm I feel like, like that's one of those things where it's like that's their word. Yeah. Okay. I'm that. Uh, that's my impression mm-hmm. of the Romani people. No, I. Think I don't know. Yeah. I think that the. I don't know, but I'm. We don't know. I I'm, personally don't know any travelers. That set off a big red flag in my head, where I was yeah. like, zoop. They were surprisingly not a lot, though. I will say she was Except for their one black friend. 
That was the oh, thing. It's just being Darryl. all white, yes. and they had the one black friend. Yeah. I did like that he had a... A black wife. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Light-skinned, oh, but we knew that. Every, all of them light-skinned. Very. We'll get to yeah. that in the, in the, up, in the reboot. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. No Afro-Latinas <clears throat> anywhere in that reboot. Which was, it was just a whole, yeah. yeah. Any other production value stuff? Because we've been kind of veering into that as well. Well, I want to just say look-wise, mm-hmm. uh, in the season five episode, we're in an alternate reality, and goth Piper, who's like <gasps> out there kicking ass, oh, taking names. Oh my god, she is such a First badass. Of all, she reminds me of Doppelgangland um, Willow. Yes, absolutely. Which I was like, my favorite version of Willow, so I was like, hell yeah. Big into it. And that's when I was like, oh, I think Piper's my fave. I go back and forth. Yeah, I want to know who are your, who's your fave? Yeah. So Piper was my favorite growing up. As I've rewatched the show, mm-hmm. Phoebe has like vied with Piper for being a fave because Phoebe has the most growth. Okay. Of any of them over the course of the whole show. Acting wise, I agree. <laughs> Acting wise and also character wise. Um, Here's a question I had. Yes. That time travel logic was a little. Honestly, the logic I don't of know. the logic of everything was so fucked. Like in that time travel episode, the the season two one, the friend of Piper is gonna pick up the daughter and then drop it with her ex, which we then learn is Leo. Is Leo. Then. Later in the episode, Piper goes to see her daughter, and Leo was just with Piper. Yes. And then is still with Piper. Yes, he's orbing around, but is still with Piper outside of the house. Who's so watching the kid? Who is with the daughter? Did the friend just say, go on, little girl, and then didn't even check to see if Leo was home? Like, that didn't make any sense. Because <sighs> especially for a time travel episode, you need to establish the rules. We've talked about this. We've talked about this before. Because time travel is a concept. You can write yourself into so many plot holes if you have not established how time travel works in your specific universe. Yeah. In their and universe. They no. Well, okay. Well, here's the other thing. The second episode from season five, mm-hmm. it is yeah. not a time travel episode. It is a time travel no, episode. No, no, no. It's no, an no. alternate it's universe. It's an alternate universe episode uh, where Cole changed something in the past, but then transported himself to the same yeah. point in the present. Mm-hmm. Imagine, say, in a, different a Back to the Future 2 scenario. Yes. Like I, he, I copy. Yes. I and, see the distinction there. And they kind of gloss over all of the the logical breaks in that by saying things are different in this reality. That would make sense to me, actually. Yeah, yes. that, that does make sense. But, but there's do a black woman as doing a ridiculous accent. Oh my, my god, gosh, the seer! The, the, the seer! seer. Okay. I was like, are you English? Are you English like, are by, by way of colonialism? Say, yeah. Are you from a an African country originally? It was. She's just like from the underworld. The, okay. <laughs> Okay. That's a very charmed explanation, though. Yes. It's like, don't worry about it. It's a thing. Okay, you know what was a funny thing to me from season five? What's that? When Cole was like, I want to become an avatar. Immediately <laughs> yes! in my head, 100 years passed yes! and my brother and I discovered the yes. new avatar. An airbender named Aang. I was like, bitch, you're not Aang. You're not Aang. Get out of here. <laughs> I know, so there are Aang. also avatars on Charmed. Okay. Which is, I would say, not every season, mm-hmm. but many seasons, there will be an overarching force. Yeah. Right? And so at the beginning, it's like the source of all evil. Yeah. Okay. They call the source. And then it becomes like fighting demons day to day. And then there's the let's get the power of three back together. Right. And then there's like. Because the other... power of three will set us free, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, 100%. <laughs> right. And then there are just other demons that 
become like very significant. The avatars are not technically demons, but they are an entity that becomes extremely important in the later seasons. I I I, I pick up what you're deep down, lore, deep lore. I mean, I do respect that. Yeah, the avatars, deep lore. The avatars themselves are they the master of all elements? <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are the master of all elements because they probably exist outside of the elemental forces. Another production value thing that I loved mm-hmm. was that in, like, as they're changing through time and stuff, or realities or whatever, like, the cars in the driveway change. Oh, yeah. I thought oh, that yeah. was really cute. Yeah, that was cute. One time there was, like, a VW Bug. Yes. There yes. were, like, all different cars. That was cute to me. That uh, was a cute one. That season two episode where our friend Phoebe's put on witch trial for yeah. murder of a baseball player, which... Sure. They do a little flashback of the murder, and I literally started laughing. Oh my god. Oh my god, I laughed too much. The most comical murder. It's in black and white. Yep. Ultimate drama. Yep. Yep. And yeah, she just sort of has her hands around his head. Electrifies his head, yeah. Yeah. So you're not given an explanation on that? And her acting blank face. Yeah. I mean, she was giving you nothing. Oh, her prison was pretty scary, though. The prison was scary. And the the guy, the politician guy, was very evil and scary. He reminded me of the mayor from Buffy. Yes. (laughs) I I, I was like, this is the mayor. Hey, if you're listening, take a shot every time Nia makes a Buffy reference. Uh, There's a million. You're going to have alcohol poisoning at the end of this episode. (laughs) Love it. A charmed drinking game would be really fun. It might make hey. it a lot easier to watch the show. I, oh my god. Mia. I'm so sorry. I love your shady digs. <laughs> I did love Charmed. And I was so sad. After I finished season two episode, I was like, oh no, I don't want to go forward and watch the season five one. I want to go back and watch them in order so that yeah. I like don't get shit spoiled for me or whatever. And then I was also like, lol, Netflix was so confused. It was like, where do you want to watch from? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> it kept trying to autoplay me episodes and shit. Oh my god. Netflix autoplay is incredibly aggressive. It's very oh, aggressive. They give you yeah. like four seconds before they're like, I'm like oh, 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 oh. you're into it, right? You love this, right? This is what you want, right? Just... What really gets me is Hulu autoplay because every time I finish an episode, mm-hmm. any episode of anything on Hulu, it autoplays the first episode of Handmaiden's Tale. It oh, loves really? to do You already, I've already seen it. You got me already. I know, I'm like, like I'm, 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 I've already done this. I'm I in Hulu. Big, I don't need the big sell here. I'm with exactly. you. Like, I'm with you on this one. Anyways, other production notes. One thing to note about the show is the manor. Yes. Um, yes. And like the manor Which is, is cute. I like that it's called the manor, but then it's just a normal house. As someone who watched the whole show, you feel a lot of love for the manor. The house exists. Mm-hmm. A lot of the first season, uh, they did shoot on location at the house, and the rest of the series, for the most part, is on a soundstage. That makes um, sense. Which I, I, I kind of like, though. Yeah. I did not include this fact in the facts, but the manor is also the house uh, a character lives in in the movie Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. Excuse me? Yeah, so Charmed and Deuce Bigelow, <laughs> European Gigolo. Have some crossover. No, sorry, male gigolo. I believe European gigolo oh. is the second one. <laughs> uh-huh. Sequel? Yeah. Oh uh, my god. So shouts to Rob Schneider, I guess. I guess. The um, other thing I would say. Prue's wig in that. Uh, oh, the wig. That blonde wig. Oh, yeah. That was not great. Not good. The other thing about Charm that I guess is kind of related to production is that the creator, producer, mm-hmm. Brad, Lady. Oh. The guy. Brad Kern. Brad Kern. Mm-hmm. He sucks. Yes. So just buyer beware, he's awful. Definitely have some facts about how much he sucks. Yeah. It's interesting, and I think that this will help transition to politics Mm -hmm. and identity, but Charmed 
obviously centers around like these three women who are sisters and you know witches are generally speaking women there are male witches who are not warlocks right warlock is a separate race warlock is a separate race of demons yeah witches are witches and if you are a whatever gender you are you are just a witch no wizards no wizards (laughs) No wizards. I did like that warlocks were, were evil. Yes, warlocks are evil. Sounds um, evil. It's interesting to like hear this thing about the creator because mm-hmm. actually he is EP but not the creator. Oh, okay. the creator's a woman. Yes, which is super dope. Yes, interesting. And she know. leaves not on great terms. Um, really, we'll get to that later. Okay, potentially unsurprising yeah. given. So, anyways, it's interesting because the show has at times been lauded for being a feminist show. Which yeah. I don't think is true, but I do think that like if you look at it within the vacuum of its time, potentially was more true than the lens we look at it today. It definitely feels. I feel like it's feminism one hundred and one. We're like we can dress this way, mm-hmm. and we can talk Being about whatever we want to talk about. Liberated you know? woman idea. Yes, very white feminism. Yes, yes. very white feminism is the vibe. With that caveat, which yeah. I think is absolutely accurate, watching the the pilot was very interesting because mm-hmm. it was very feminist. I'm kind of thinking about it like, okay, the pilot is often the closest to the unadulterated vision of the show from the creator. Absolutely. Because yes. the network hasn't time to step in, it hasn't gotten popular, so there's less eyeballs on it. Yep. I thought that the pilot showed that at least the creator had this very feminist vision for the show. Oh, like, there's a line from episode one where, you know, they're talking all, all about witches, obviously, the whole episode, and then the warlock says, I'll get you, you bitch, or something like that, mm-hmm. and it really pointed yeah. a finger at the similarity between bitch and witch and the yeah. connection between those. Little lines like that, even just the unity of the three sisters against outside forces felt feminist yeah i felt like it had a feminist bent i mean it feels like and we haven't watched most of the show it feels like the majority of their villains are male Mm -hmm. and i don't think that's a i don't think that's an An accident accident. yeah Yeah. 100 percent. and the other thing i i definitely agree with the descriptor 90s feminism because like it was this is like in the vein of pop culture meant to be to a large audience what are we putting on television yeah that's not the area where identity politics often get played out in a positive way Mm -hmm. at all. Especially not then. Especially not then. They talk a lot. It is very clear throughout the show that their idea, and this comes up in the season two episode, their idea of success involves them being happily married. Mm. Okay, I could not get over Prue. I mean, I get that she was like, because in the season two episode, in her future, she is a workaholic, and she has... Very successful workaholic. Very successful. Rich as hell. But, like, her personal assistant doesn't even know who her sister is, who, from their, you know, time, they're best friends. They live together, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, and she has no kids, no loved one, but she brings up multiple times, no husband, no husband, no husband. Yeah. Yeah. And she seems way less dismayed that she doesn't have any friends, that her sister's not around, than the fact that she doesn't have a man. Yeah. So that's very much part of... And that's... That doesn't go away. That yeah. is throughout mm. the show. And like, that's for a show my... that seems so gay, they're very straight. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the other thing that's interesting about Charmed is that it is clearly so gay, mm-hmm. and these women are so, so I was like, Tara straight. and Willow would fit right in. Oh, 
but they're obviously gay as hell. Yeah. Okay, should we should we go fully into our what I think is our last bucket? All these questions of identity, political questions, yeah, things which about then society, into com- comparing them. Yes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, first of all, on this like uh, feminist bent, mm-hmm. it was very interesting in the future episode when they go forward to two thousand nine. <laughs> Lol, hilarious. Had some really interesting parallels to our time right now. Yeah, the current president, scary things around that, scary things around trying to burn people, like the witch will burn chant felt super similar to lock Lock her up. up. Um, And And also just just, moments like that. And just people who are different, literally hiding and living and like it, it was definitely prescient. Again, like all white people. Yes. But I think the, the point of like all of this fear creating all of this villainizing of people that like don't deserve it and then they all effectively become refugees i mean witch trial is an easy sort of trope to use in this sort of situation but i think it was used effectively Mm -hmm. yeah one line that i want to talk about is when like we've been talking about piper gets locked up Mm -hmm. no phoebe Phoebe Phoebe. gets locked up um for killing someone and it's the wrong thing done for the right reason is still the wrong thing. Yes. I don't know what to feel about that. I did not care f- necessarily for the lesson hmm. here. Yeah. Just, this goes back to the, I'm gonna, I'm asking about this responsible magic situation. So they are literally not allowed to use magic for personal gain because it will negatively affect them. This okay. goes back to like the fundamental balance between good and evil. Right. And that needs to be maintained. And the universe will effectively... And it's very literal, like a scale-wise, like literally... It is kind of like a scale. When they use their powers a lot for personal gain Mm -hmm. reasons, it will come back to bite them. The only way it really comes back to bite them is in a unfortunate visual way. Right. That's how I've seen it happen. Something about their appearance. Their appearance will change, be altered. Which if it like falls into the feminist thing too where yeah. like that's that's, that's the deepest the cut yeah. is that yeah. you're temporarily not perfect looking oh definitely i feel like that is a thing that made me feel very distant from the show mm-hmm. because to and i know you haven't yet watched chilling adventures of sabrina which i watched yeah. the first episode okay so i'm not gonna go deep into it yeah but i will say in that they talk uh, obviously all the witches are in league with satan and they talk a lot about how satan is not his whole thing is not evil. It's true freedom because yeah. it gives their magic gives you the freedom to do good or bad without judgment. Huh. And to me, that I think is sort of a better model because if you, not that they're only doing good things because, you know, they can't do whatever they want. Yeah. But it makes the good things to me that you do a lot less good when you have to do them. You know, they, yes. they're making choices, but within these confines so like a lot of you know their freedoms are curtailed in a way that i feel like if you're doing a fantasy show not that you of course you have to have rules but i sort of feel like one thing that's exciting to me about witchcraft and a reason i think our generation specifically loves witches and it's having a big resurgence is that there's a sort of freedom especially for women that's not necessarily allowed of us in reality and I will say, yeah, I on that. that note, that is one of the parts of Charmed that I think 
fails at being a feminist show right. is that they often, at oftentimes, they grapple with that very thing. Right. This notion that, like, we're witches, we have these powers, but we have to save the world. Like, it's it falls on our shoulders. And they complain about it, not infrequently. Right. Um, and they complain about, like, the impact that it has on their lives, how it, like, really harms them from, like, having normal relationships and leading normal lives. So, in that way, it does... I don't want to say discredit, it's almost too strong, but it does undercut this notion of, like, strong women doing good to save the world because they're not just doing it to save the world, they're doing it out of a sense of obligation, an obligation that they actually resent. Hmm. But I think you could look at that multiple ways, too, because you could also say they could bind all of their powers and go off and, like, live normal lives. Forget about it, And they could forget about it and say, screw the world, you got along without us at one point, figure it out again, we don't care. Should we talk now about CW? Let's. Version? Yeah, let's talk about the CW version. Where, I want to know, Allison, where do you, have you watched all the episodes of this CW I've version? i all the episodes. Okay. Um, it is bad. Yes. Like, let me just, no part of me will be like, this is a like, good Like, I think show. Charmed is fun bad, like OG. This feels bad bad. It's just bad bad. I mean, they changed Orbing, which was a big no-no in my book. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was really pissed. Yikes. It <laughs> looked pretty similar. Where's the sparkles? Where's the oh, magic? Oh, sorry. <laughs> visually cute anymore. Where are the sparkles? I get the sparkles feels very late 90s, 2000s. Oh my god, do you remember? Where are the horses? <laughs> oh, are there horses? Are the horses here? Gabby, where are the horses? <laughs> just sorry, just a, oh my god, a that was like a joke from... I was from, just transported uh, back to ger- fucking from Germany. 2016. Mrs. Tool, right? No, not 16. Way earlier, 2012, Way early. baby. 2012, yeah. No, anyway. Miss Walrick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I know Miss Walrick. It's okay. Yeah. Anywho's. Anyways, um, I think it's bad. Um, one of the things that I like about it is that the three sisters are not clearly the other three sisters. Yes. Yes. Like, there is... I it's do good think that they didn't... Make it so obvious. Yes. After watching, like, the first few four episodes or so, I think one of the things about the show that's cool is in the way that Charmed was a feminist show, albeit had its issues, I think that the reboot is actually saying and will, like, throw a lot of things down that, for me, and I can say that this is the same for the two of you, are not things that you're like, wow, you're really doing one for women here. But they're things that I think the general audience might see and hear and be like, Huh. Like, there's... I don't know if this was in the episode that we were talking about, but it does talk about, like, intersectionality. Mm, yeah. And, like, mentions that, like, it is very... Like, feminism is very different for black women as it is for, like, white women or just, like, the general masses. And that is something that, like, I know, and I know you both know, yeah. and hearing that in a show yeah. isn't going to be like, wow, that exists... Like, that's a concept, but yeah. I don't think for a lot of people, people will... it might be. Though I usually like that stuff to feel subtextual, and it was all text. Which is a thing I personally am, you know. To Allison's point, though, I think there's a lot of people... Who need text. Who need text. Yeah. Especially when it comes to TV, they don't want to have to do work with their brains. Right. Yeah. You know? Which is the opposite. I'm like, yeah, fuck me you're up, baby. Yeah. Make me work. It, it, was, it was interesting. I feel like not all, but a lot of the problematic stuff that I had noted at the beginning of the new reboot episode... Mm-hmm was addressed somehow. So I was like... That's true. Okay, it seems really 
I hate the dynamic, even though I, like, loved him and he was cute and Giles-esque. Yeah. I didn't like the fact that their guardian was always lecturing these three yes. POC women on blah, blah, blah. But the gay one is also like, you hate strong women. Yes. You, the, you know, like, yes. that's she... exactly what I was going to say. They call it out yeah. later on in the episode. So I was like, okay, that's cool. I see your point, And mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I definitely don't think you're wrong or anything. Like, I feel like that's true. But watching it, a lot, if a lot of it felt very much of the writers being performative. Absolutely. Yeah, to me. I agree. It was like, like, this is not your your mom's charm. This is woke charmed. Yes, absolutely agree. Yeah. Not only in the let's let's be woke stuff, but mm-hmm. also like texting. Like just throwing in things oh, that are I like, have a list of words that how you know it's twenty eighteen. In this one episode alone we have snack, uh-huh, fake news, yep, yep. incel, yep. and lit. Yep. And I, Snapchat. I hate fake news references. I think so that's much. just something that we should let die. We need and, to stop. Yeah. Like putting it in pop culture, I find to just be like making light of something that's really fucking serious. Because there's literal fake pop- news happening, so to make yeah. it a zeitgeisty sort of like joke, like wink, wink, we get it. It's like by making this a joke, you clearly do not get it. Yeah. yeah. Back to the sisters. Yes. Can we talk about the casting of the sisters? Mm. Let's talk about it. So this also is a little bit, I think, of that performative wokeness, mm-hmm. where it's like, this is not your mama's charmed, let's cast POC actors. Yeah. Boom! But then- Because they are all Latinas. It's safe. It's yeah. safe POC casting. They're all very light-skinned. Yes. Yeah. These are very white Latinas. They're like hella Eurocentric features all mm-hmm. over these ladies. Yes. Even the woman with- curly hair. Yeah. Like, they don't all have straight hair, whatever, great, let's all pat each other on the back. It feels like something that white people would and probably have, you know, been patting themselves on the back oh, for. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. My question is, because I got sort of the, they didn't say explicitly, but I got the vibe from this episode that the curly-haired woman, Macy, right, mm-hmm. is not there. She's a half-sister, much yeah. like Paige. Yeah. Mm. So she could have easily been an Afro-Latina yeah. without the other two. Uh, necessarily be or at least having those you know uh black features Mm -hmm. but they chose not to do that they chose to very clearly have have her have curly hair yeah uh very curly hair yeah yeah but also be like very much a white latina which i thought was a real missed opportunity i do like that there's a gay one and I do like that she I was wearing suspenders. Love, oh, oh my yeah. god. I, I like, love the gay one. Just in case you didn't. And also her partner. Nico. Yeah. Who is super hot. Yeah, Nico's so, so hot. Oh is god. also a person of color, but also a very Eurocentric yes. Wait, looking Nico person. Nico or Miko? Nico. Oh, yeah. Nico. Nico. Nico yeah. kind of had to be a cop. So this, if you watch the first season... You will see this. You got a little taste of it. Daryl's obviously like their best, one of their best friends. Yeah. Right? But he's a cop. The reason is you need that access. They need access. Yeah. They need something to give them access to like crimes that are happening, so that they can figure out like if crimes are supernatural. Right. Of course, the lesbian is a cop though. Like I know. That's... It's almost like a nod to Charmed. Yes, there are OG so fans. many OG yeah. nods. That's cute. And I like that. Yeah. I like that in a reboot. I appreciated that. One thing that I also appreciated, I actually do appreciate that, like, the sisters aren't 100% clearly replications of the OG sisters. That's true. It doesn't seem to be one for one at all. It's not one for one. I do think that... I found these sisters more annoying, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
They were, they seemed much more, like, broad. Broad. That's exactly, they were broad characters. Yeah. Yeah. I I completely agree. Which was only episode three, so maybe. Yeah, maybe they get deeper. It gets better. I don't know. Um, Shouts to Mel. One, one, It doesn't get better. Okay. Oh, darn. I'll just throw one out there. It doesn't get better. I mean, it gets different, but not. (laughs) Honestly, I think that's better than it gets better. It does get different. Like, it changes. To the gay youths out there. (laughs) (laughs) It gets different. It yeah. Gets different. Honestly, yes. Yeah. That's so real. That's so real. Nice one, Al. Um, one Out send up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> one send up of 2018 culture that I actually thought was really like well done and spot on was when the sorority girls are sitting at the table at the coffee shop and one of them's like, I'm not sure my slutty baby costume is appropriate for a sober Halloween mixer. <laughs> I guffawed. I was like, ah! mo. That was so funny to oh, me. That was good. And then she actually wears it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that was funny. One what were you going to say? One that I don't, that I really do not like that they've changed in the show is the location. Mm. Oh, the fake town. The fake town. Yeah. Because the OG is in San Francisco. It is very obviously in San Francisco. Actually, one of the classic places for like white lighters to meet the elders mm-hmm. to like talk to them is the Golden Gate Bridge, Golden Gate Bridge like yes. on top of the Golden Gate Bridge. That's funny. That's like a very All right. Isn't there a magic school or something? That's, that's totally separate. But yes, okay. <laughs> that's totally separate. My bad. Oh, that God, is yeah. not on the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> that's like so off base. Wow. Yeah. I thought you could see it from the window of the magic school. That's also irrelevant. Okay. Just all irrelevant. Irrelevant. <laughs> um, I did like the little. Uh, the girl who's handing out flyers for like the abstinence club or whatever felt very uh, clean teens oh, from yes. One Tree Hill. Yes. yes, and I lived for that a little bit. Oh my gosh, I loved that's so a, true. A clean and then teen she immediately moment. died. Yeah, and then it comes full circle because then you're like, oh, I see why you needed her. Because she's Bird- a virgin. virgin. And that's what we find out. Twenty-eight year old Macy has never had sex because she I wanted know. it to be perfect. And I'm like, I. I know a lot of people feel that way, and I, like, sort of hate to rain on that parade, but I was like, this is annoying. The whole idea of, like, I wanted to find the perfect boy, and, like, the way, not that she went into detail describing what perfect means to her, but I feel like there's such this idea of, like, candles lit, and you're my number one, and you're, I don't know, it it felt patriarchal, the idea of virginity and losing it, and what it, you know, I really... Uh, go against those, especially because I don't know if you guys know this about me. I'm not the best with uh, intimacy. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. You are an open book. And uh, you don't like being vulnerable. Listen, not to Weird. get too into it, but my first time was very purposefully just like this is a person I don't care about. Let's yeah. just get it done. Yeah. Uh, a business transaction. <laughs> Uh, yeah, different strokes for different folks. Definitely for no worse than for better. But <laughs> yeah, so. well, th- I mean that's kind of all I have to say about oh. about reboot. I do want to say a thing I did like mm-hmm. is that the the demon that they're hunting is in this girl or whatever, and she comes to the party dresses Samara from the Ring. Yes, yes. and I thought that was awesome. No, yes. but that was also just because that's, that's what the demon looked like. like, right? But I also thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, where's a costume where we can, like, show this is a demon but also I thought that was actually pretty yeah. clever. I yeah, enjoyed that. that. Yeah. I guess the other thing about the reboot is, um, I think it's kind of funny that 
the magic and stuff like that is just as campy as it was in the original, mm, but just yeah. now with, like, 2018 effects. Yeah. Oh, her trying to, like, levitate the egg, I was like... Oh, that was so funny. It looked like somebody did this in class. <laughs> you know, like, I... I was like, I know a lot of people who could definitely recreate that exact shot with not the resources the CW has. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> they definitely are not giving this show the big bucks, though. No, they... I think they knew what this was because yeah. other shows like supernatural looks good yeah, yeah. you know it's yeah. trash but it looks good yeah yeah they, it was an aesthetic yeah jensen ackles if you're listening what's up man <laughs> she's <laughs> not up? listening what's up baby jensen ackles is a man he's not listening and he plays dean winchester so i don't, I don't watch that show you know that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you watched that one episode about the racist truck do you remember that the racist truck yeah we're at lily's house there was a racist truck. I don't remember, although I believe you. For the best, it's No Good by the Fans is one of the worst episodes. Darn. Classic. It's about a racist truck. I mean. Hey, this is not a supernatural podcast. Not this time. Hit me with some facts. Okay. Facts, 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 Okay. All of these except one are facts about the OG. Okay. Because obviously the new one just started. Yeah, yeah there are very few facts to be had. Mostly uh, that it exists. Yes. Yeah. The Book of Shadows mm-hmm. is, it was like 90% hand-painted. Yeah, by three different people. And Alyssa Milano had, I guess, one of the artists, loved, she loved the work in it so much that she had uh, one of the artists paint multiple murals uh, in her on walls in her own home. That's cool. That's beautiful. So I thought that was really cute. Their mom, Patty, played by Finola Hughes, is the charmed actor that received the most fan mail. That is kind of wild to me. Yes. So Leo and Daryl, our black friend, mm-hmm. uh, Leo has a reduced role in season eight, and Daryl was kicked to the curb entirely, strictly due to budget cuts. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I was like... That sucks. That's... Especially for Leo, who, like, you put in a lot of work. Yeah. The show was renewed for a full 22 episodes after only two episodes aired. Wow. Yep. Uh, so, you Didn't know. it, like, make a huge... It was a huge, one of the most viewed pilots on the WB at the time that yeah, aired. Yeah, absolutely. So in a lot of the early seasons, I guess, Prue works at Buckland's, yep. which is an auction house, and Raymond and Rosemary Buckland are attributed with having brought Wicca to North America. Oh. So that's a little shout-out to that's Ray cute. and Rose Buckland. Here, there's gonna be several Shannon Doherty ones. Okay. The sisters, including Paige, and Balthazar. Yep. Were Cole. Cole. Is Balthazar. Cole. That was very confusing to me, okay. but I figured it out. They were all made into action figures, except for Prue, because she wouldn't let them license her image. Oh my god. Which <laughs> I was like, <laughs> the that's fuck? really rude. Interestingly, every season ends with a door closing. That's the closing oh. shot of every season. That's interesting. Um, which I, I love... Little aesthetic choices like that. Often it's their front door, and uh, yes, there's like a classic. There's a classic image of uh, Prue, whose power is to move objects. She's just like, yeah, that's cute. Love that. Uh, I think she does it in the first episode. She does it in the first episode. Yeah. Cole was only supposed to have a seven episode arc, but they loved his chemistry with Alyssa Milano, so they were like, stick around, fuck it, yeah, kick around, babe. Okay, I have to say one thing about the Cole Phoebe thing, please. After watching the season five episode, I was like, holy shit, this is so bad. Like, this is so... You guys will hate him. Yeah. As you should from that episode. He was yeah. horrible. I definitely hated him. Cole, when he's like, our love is eternal, I was like, yes. 
Your love is eternal. Spike. Th- um, th- like, mm. so much of it was giving me, like, he's bad That's for you, but you're drawn to each narrative. other, but, yeah, you're, oh, gosh. I will say, like, Cole in the end, in the end, like, his final, and Cole's final moments are literally, like, the last season. Like, he is right. in it, like, for a long time, and his, he, re- he truly redeems himself. Spike. Like, unequivocally redeems himself for the viewers. And one more time for the people in the back. Spike. Spike. Sorry, Al. Love you. (laughs) Uh, So the EP slash creator, Constance Burge, or Berg, whatever, her vision for the show was that this show is about these sisters and their sisterly bond Mm -hmm. and, like, how magic interacts with that. And both the network and Brad Kern Mm -hmm. were like, this, there should be more romance in here. This is what the... The people want. Yeah. I assume he means girls and women want is more relationship stuff and she really especially in i think season three they were about to start writing that or season four whatever she was really pushing back against that but network pressure pressure from him she decided to just leave wow and Mm. actually i read that this show was pitched to the network as what used to be referred to as a tna show which is tits and ass uh, also known as a Jiggle series. Yeah. Um, jiggle series. I haven't heard that one. Shouts to uh, Emerson College freshman year. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. That's good. Okay, so after Prue's death, they obviously, the producers, wanted photos of her around the house yeah. uh, because this is their dead sister, but they would have to pay Shannon Doherty her salary <gasps> for her image, and she was being paid seventy-five grand per episode. So that's why there are no pictures of Prue around the house after she's died. Damn. <laughs> Which I was like, Shannon, what the fuck? Okay. Here's a thing that I was really interested in. Have you guys seen The Craft? No. We gotta watch The Craft. Ah! Great movie. 90s witches. Amazing. So the director, Andrew Fleming, he had pitched the WB a show sort of based on Charmed. Whoa. about Not based on Charmed, but yeah, based yeah, on The Craft, craft about witches. The theme song for Charmed is the theme song he pitched. Whoa. And they passed on it, and then a year later, Charmed comes out. Wow. And so he was super pissed about that. And in fact, he it's so close that the uh, lead actress in the craft, Robin Tooney, she said people for years would think she was on Charmed because wow. of it. So that's interesting. That's interesting. some dark shit there. Here we come to our one Charmed 2018 fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the writers, a male writer, is actually a practicing witch. Oh. That's interesting. And you know, one of the things that happened with the original charm is people who actually are, like, Wiccans felt that this really brought a lot of, like, Wicca life and culture to, like, the mainstream, like, to center stage. But one of the things that they didn't like and actually was, like, a point of contention was that there are some demons in Charmed that in Wicca lore are not bad. Yeah. Interesting. So, and like, obviously there are inaccuracies that people were were unhappy with, which from what I was reading about, most people felt that the slight inaccuracies weren't that problematic Mm -hmm. because they just understood that when you had so much content, there would be some inaccuracies. People were more upset about certain 
certain figures being turned evil for the purpose of the show. That's interesting. Let's wrap up. Yeah, let's do the wrap up. We have a couple questions that are go-tos for a wrap up. We'll start with Allison, maybe? Yeah, let's start with Allison. So, um, would you watch this again? Let's start with the old. Yes to both. Yes to both. Okay. Easy. Yes to both. So well, you would rewatch I wouldn't, 2018? Sorry, I wouldn't rewatch 20, but I will continue okay. watching. Yeah. Right. Will you think about the show again? Will it be part of your thinking? Do you think that it'll pop into your head when you're doing or talking about other things? Like when you say you're talking to somebody about feminist theory, do you, is charm going to automatically like pop up? As yeah, a, like I'll definitely, I because I do think that it is very emblematic of this like transitional period of feminism right. where people had to get comfortable with the idea of women being the center of anything and the idea that women could do anything and that becoming a socialized idea. I think about it a lot when I think about like workplace feminism as well, because I think they're both parallel. This notion of we can do our own thing, but like I want my happiness needs involves me being married to me is almost similar. And specifically married to a man. Exactly. It's similar to me of like the same kind of feminism that says, boys club exists so because boys club exists we're gonna make girls club right because that's how we're gonna combat it and that's girl power then would you recommend this to a friend a hundred percent would recommend the old charm to friends yeah have done so both been successful and failed um at nia and would will continue to recommend it to people for as like a campy yeah, yeah. fun, fun show, to watch. show that happens to be about magic and then we usually ask would you recommend this to a child but this isn't really child no. content so i feel like that's not as relevant would you recommend it to a teen yeah yeah okay. no actually oh no. no i would not recommend it to a teen today i see mm. i would recommend the new charm to a teen of today yeah. but not the old charm what about a woke teen a team yes. you think that could, you yes. know, that was, that get was, the, that's with it. Yeah. A team that I would, I would recommend it to a team that I thought could identify the problems mm-hmm. yeah. and not Just buy into the it. theory and be like, yes, this is, this is what it means to be a feminist. Yeah. Ada? Will I watch again? Yeah. Have never watched before, but have already started. Will you continue? Continuing, yes. It, it's very likely that I might get to the end of my, like, watching the old Charmed and want to watch new Charmed. Maybe. Mm. Yet to be seen. Would I recommend to a friend? Definitely to a teen. I think yes. same as I think same as Allison. Like it just depends on the teen. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Um, I think so. Yeah, that's it, right? What about you? Would I... you? Yeah. Would you watch again? Listen. Will you watch the Old Charm? I definitely want to check out the pilot yeah. of Old Charm because you guys are talking big about it, and I a lot of my favorite episodes of certain shows is the pilot. Mm-hmm. Um. I think the Lost Pilot is like so one of the best pilots ever. Of all time, the most expensive of all time. This new Charmed. Will I watch this again? Unless something pops up and you're like, <laughs> check out this episode. No. Absolutely fucking not. Yeah. And I say this as somebody who watches several CW shows. Yeah, that's not the issue. Yeah, yeah. I just from moment one, I was like, it's a no from me, dog. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, listen, you might get me with this old Charmed. I don't know. Will I re- yes. would I recommend this? I think there are people for whom this show this show is for them. Yeah. Um, so I think I could recommend it to somebody as like, you seem like you might get into this. Yeah. Especially in terms of a woke teen. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. Very woke teen kind of show. Yeah. I mean part of me is like if I had gotten into the show as a younger person mm-hmm. you might have been more Yeah. 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 Will I think about this again? 
I, oh yeah, I didn't I, that. Oh yeah. Do you want to? Um, I feel like we'll have similar answers. Well, maybe not actually. I don't know. I think I will think about this again. I love talking about TV, the history of TV, yeah. where TV has come from, where it's going to. I feel like this is super relevant to that, especially now that it's been rebooted. So yeah. I definitely think I'll think about this again and talk to people about it, not in the context of recommending, but in the context of using it as an example in a point yeah. that I'm trying to make. No, I absolutely I agree. agree. And yeah. it's a cultural moment. It is. And one thing I found out when getting ready to do this episode that I didn't know was that when it was airing, like in, the, in its peak, it was the most watched show on the WB. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that shocked me. That mm -hmm. did shock me. I was like, this seemed more niche than that to me. I will definitely think about it again, especially in context with Buffy. You know, I know, listen, maybe it's not fair to compare the two because they were both trying to accomplish different things and uh, certainly one of those accomplished them to, let's not say a better extent, but you know. But, uh, yeah, I definitely... I think this will pop up again. Like I said, my mom really likes it. Yeah. And I think she, if the odd episode is on, I think she still watches it. Maybe next time I will, I will join her. her. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, and then we'll give you like a, a little mom moment. Maybe bring her back into the fold. Yeah. Hashtag mom moment. I mean, I feel like this is definitely like with One Tree Hill where mm. you were like, watch it. And I was like, no. And you were like, watch it. And I was like, no. And then you got me and I watched most of it. Yeah, you can't watch it all. I don't I, think I'll watch all of Charmed. After they, I'll stop at the back. After they left, I was yeah, like, no bullshit. I was like, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> okay, party people. Wow, what a great app. What a great app. Thanks for joining us, AK. Listen, the power of three oh, will set us free! <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye.